Welcome back, guys, to another episode of The Gulag. This is episode number 42, for those of you that are new here. So I'm going to go back to doing some shorter episodes, unless I have guests on them, those will be longer. I did a couple longer episodes in a row. I had a lot to say. There's a few topics where I couldn't necessarily just boil it down to like 10, 15 minutes. But I'm going to go back to more bite-sized 10, 15-minute episodes so it's easier for you, it's easier for me, etc. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. This one is going to be about abortion, what's going on in Texas, and the ACLU. For those of you that don't know, let me just fill you in what happened yesterday. So I'm recording this. It is, what is it, Thursday, September 2nd. So yesterday, September 1st, a couple good things happened. A couple wins. That is, if you don't want to murder your children and if you want to have the right to defend and protect yourself. So one of the things that happened, which I'm not going to talk about in this episode, was the uh, bill in Texas for constitutional carry of a firearm. So you don't need a permit anymore to carry a firearm. The Constitution's your permit, which is awesome. That's a win for freedom. Places like Texas and Florida are becoming more free, while everywhere else essentially is becoming less free, which is why I'm going to move to Texas in about a month here. I'm excited. Excited to be a Texas resident. Another thing that happened in Texas, which I think is even more important, at least as of right now, is the abortion ban. So now in Texas, it is illegal It is criminalized to get an abortion, to have an abortion procedure, to perform an abortion if if you can detect a heartbeat. You're not allowed to do it. So for those of you that don't know what abortion is, it's where they stick a metal prong inside the womb where the baby is and scissor up the baby inside the womb and then pull it out. A lot of times they'll stick a prong in the side of the brain, scramble the brain, they'll cut off its they'll cut, cut off its head. They'll do things like that inside the womb. And if that if it doesn't kill them inside the womb when they drag them out, they'll stab them in the brains once they get outside of the womb. This is what happens. This is what legislators are okay with. This is what leftists are okay with. This is why you see people right now protesting in Texas about their rights being revoked. What are they talking about? The right to do that. The right to literally butcher their own children. The ACLU is one of the worst right now promoting this and advocating for this right to abortion, which I think if you're going to say abortion is a right, a human right, you don't really understand what rights are and you really don't understand what humans are because you're okay with butchering them, saying that that gives you freedom. Listen, there's no freedom or right that is bought and paid for by the blood of children. I'm sorry, that doesn't exist. That's not what a right is. And you can't do that to humans without paying a cost. I don't care what your reason is. I don't care what subjective reasons surround the life of the child. It still gives no one the right to murder that child. That is still a child. It is innocent. It is an innocent bystander. Even in rape. Rape is a horrible, horrible thing. You're desecrating someone's body with rape. You're violating it. You're intruding where you should not. You're destroying someone's humanity. But guess what? Abortion is doing the same thing to someone. So why is it then okay to abort a child in that situation? It's just adding another evil, the same kind of evil that rape is in and of itself. It's not okay. ACLU keeps tweeting about this. 
They said Texans have taken to the street at the state capitol in Austin to protest SB8, which is this bill in Texas. We've got the Constitution on our side. We've got the people, and we believe that we will win. See, here's the thing. You don't have the Constitution on your side because the Constitution rights uh, advocates for the rights of all citizens. Yes, even those that have a heartbeat in the womb. Those are considered people. It's funny how quick these people are to call other people not people just because of their dependency level or um, their age or their, their ability status, which you also see, ironically, the ACLU in the same day tweeting about standing up for the rights of the disabled, of the handicapped, mentally handicapped, physically handicapped. Oh, that is until that is the ones that you didn't butcher first, that you didn't abort first, because they also promote the quote right, as they say, to kill those people if parents don't want them. It's so twisted. It's so obviously twisted. It's so obviously deranged. And it's so obviously hypocritical and paradoxical, their stance on this. But yet, here we go. They're saying they, they posted a video of every these, of course, all masked crazy leftists standing at the state capitol in Austin cheering, we believe that we will win. And they're cheering the right to abortion. Think about how deranged and evil you have to be to get up there and cheer. We believe that we will win. And what you're referring to is win the right to kill our own kids before they have a right to speak for themselves. Because our kids aren't more valuable than the circumstances that we're in, according to these people. That's the value of human life. They don't value human life. Keep in mind, these are the same people that are arguing for masks and forced vaccines and passports because health matters and people, you got to save lives. Don't listen to them. They don't care about human rights. They don't care about human life. They don't even know what human life is. They don't value it from its most innocent and basic state. What ought to be protected above all. They would rather murder that life if it suits their convenience. And to them, that's what rights are. Keep that in mind. So when they talk about rights, when they talk about human rights, when they talk about saving human life... Don't forget this is what they're talking about. Don't forget these are the same people that will stand on the state capitol and cheer, I believe that we will win the right to butcher our kids. Because that's what's happening. You can fancy, you can dress it up in whatever beautiful, uh, deceitful language you want, but that's exactly what it is. I challenge everybody listening to go watch a video of an abortion if you can find one. Then tell me what you think. Look at a chart. Look at a Look at a biological development chart of a child of a fetus you tell me which stage in that you're okay with chopping its head off it's evil the aclu of texas tweeted hashtag sb8 impacts black and latinx okay you got to say latinx you can't say latina or latino because that's insensitive allegedly and people with limited sore resources the most On average, pregnant Texans will have to travel 248 miles. Oh my God, that's so terrible. In the midst of this pandemic to get an abortion out of state. Oh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for these people. They got to travel how far to kill their kids? Oh, sympathy. The next tweet under, they said abortion is health care. Abortion is a right. Listen, it's not. It's not health care. What situation... And I've done, I've, I've read books on this topic. I've done my homework. What sort of situation do you have to be in where abortion is 
in the best interest of the health of either the child or the mother. Can you think of any? There's extremely rare situations where the child is a direct threat to the mother's life, where removing the child will kill it, and if you don't, the mother will die, but that's not abortion. There's at least an attempt to save one life. There's an attempt to save a life there. No one's deliberately killing the child. The child was already dead. Abortion is deliberately killing the child before that. Don't make no mistake when people try to use those arguments. That's not abortion. If there's an attempt to save the child, if the child's already dead, you have to remove it. Otherwise, the mother's life is in jeopardy. That's not abortion. That's not deliberate murder. Abortion is someone gets raped and they're like, oh, I got to kill this kid because, well, their dad's a rapist. Instead of giving that kid a chance at life, regardless of the circumstance that he was born into, as sad as it might be. But what's even sadder is murdering that child and not even giving it a chance to be something good, to be something great. And to think that they can't because they came from bad circumstances. Maybe you shouldn't be, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be a mother then if that's how you view, if that's how you view human life. But don't kill the kid, give it up for adoption because there's plenty of people out there that'll be more than happy to take these children in. That came from bad circumstances. I was one of them. And uh, it's sad. It's sad that this is this is the situation that our world is in. The ACLU goes on a tweet today that every day that SB8 is in effect, many pregnant people who need abortion care in Texas will be forced to carry a pregnancy to term against their will. Oh, how horrible. See, the thing is, 99.9% of abortions are people that just got pregnant when they didn't want to and are like, damn, I don't want this kid, or damn, I don't have a lot of money, or damn, whatever reasons they can come up with, and their solution is to kill the kid. That's pretty much all abortions. Don't let anyone tell you different. You can look up the data yourself. Planned Parenthood themselves admit, admits this. So when they try to use anecdotal evidence like the rape and incest clause or the mother's life is at risk, keep in mind, those still are not, those still are not justifiable reasons to murder an innocent child. As sad and as horrible as those situations might be, and as lose-lose as they might be, it still is not justification to murder a child. But those are only like less than a percent of abortions nationwide. Fact. You can fact check me on that one. Go ahead. I challenge you to. But they're going to use those less than 1%. Really what they're trying to do is justify the 99% that are just, ah, I slept with the wrong person, got pregnant, let's kill this thing. So I don't have to take care of it. So I can be free to live my life. That's freedom. Purchased by the blood of your own child. What kind of sick, sadistic freedom is that? But this is what's happening. They say, we'll do everything in our power to block this law. Wow. It says, breaking, the Supreme Court has not responded to our emergency request to block Texas's radical new six-week abortion ban. SB8. The law now takes effect. Access to almost all abortions has just been cut off 
for millions of women. The impact will be immediate and devastating. Devastating to who? Devastating to who? The murderous mothers and doctors? Or the children that now have a chance at life? That now will be able to advocate for themselves? That now, see, this is the this is the job of the government. I talked about this in my last episode. It is to protect the rights of the innocent and to punish the guilty. That's it. It's not supposed to be involved in education, in health, and all of these things it's involved in. It's not supposed to tell you what doctors you can and can't go to. It's not supposed to force uh, um, social health care on you. It's not supposed to fund abortions, which was which was what's happening and is still happening around the country at large. What it's supposed to do is advocate for the rights and the life of people that are innocent. Who is the most innocent among us? It is children who cannot advocate for themselves, who cannot quite literally speak for themselves, little babies. If the government does not stand up for those people, what in God's name would anyone... Th- why would we ever think that it would stand up for anybody else? Why would we trust it to stand up for anybody else? I forget who said it. I think it was Diedrich Bonhoeffer. I'm going to butcher this quote. I'm going to paraphrase it here, but it's essentially essentially the 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 concept of you can you can tell the condition of a society by how it treats its children. You can tell the moral standing of a society by how it treats its children. How are we tre- treating our children? How's the left wanting to treat your children, treat our children? They want to kill them in the womb. They want to vax them they want, with an experimental drug against their will, mind you, or they can't go back to school. There's legislation being pushed for that all over the country in these blue cities and states, primarily. And they want to mask them until the end. Of, they want to mask them for the end of time, to the end of time at this point, for all we know. 15 days to slow, to slow the spread. Turns into forced vaccinations, forced vaccinations, passports, and masking your kids, sticking them with things that maybe they shouldn't. This is what they want. This is my point. They don't value human life. They don't value rights. They don't seem to know what those two things are in the first place. Yet they're going to lecture us. Traditional conservatives, freedom-loving people who just want to be left alone and who want our children to live. They want to say, we're bad, we're evil. We're bigots. We hate women. We're misogynists. Oh, if you are against abortion and you're a man, well, you just need to shut the hell up because you're a man. You're not a woman. You don't know that lived experience. See, this is what happens when you make truth something that's determined by the individual and their experience rather than the objective. You can justify murdering kids because what they say is, oh, if you're a man... You don't get a say in this because you're a man, because you don't actually have the babies. As if being a man means that we can't understand what life is, how life develops, and how it ought to be fought for and protected. It's sadistic and it's evil. That argument is flawed. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for any of these abortion arguments. I'm going to go through more of these arguments in later episodes. We're at at about that 15-minute mark. Thank you guys so much. Stay tuned for next time.